0: 50% yeah, I love you. 50% ratchets. How 'em ratchets? Just sit down. But ah, I know I'm 95% ratchet. Right. You come the most prominent form for you. Oh, wake oh, your ass up. It's early in the morning, but they told me it was y'all. I said, Oh hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's most
1: dangerous morning <laughs> show. JMF, <laughs> people's choice. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll catch you. Y'all God. The 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 Prince of
0: people I can't believe you guys are the best, kids. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches.
1: Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ and V. Charlamagne God.
2: Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Hey. Yes, it's Thursday. Uh, another day, another mass shooting in America, huh? It's so wow, disgusting. So it's so nasty. sad. I don't even know what to say really in, anymore. Really sad situation. I mean, I've been out of words for mass shootings in America, though.
3: I was seeing one kid posted from Snapchat while the shooting was happening. That was I'll never sh- understand. Heartbreaking. I'll
2: never understand. what. I don't understand why uh, these kids are wired to pull out their phones during tragic situations. So so instead of getting low and fair. running go and trying to get out. Cover. Yeah, well, they something. couldn't
3: run. They all had to really hide because what? some kids are were in the hallway teachers were telling them get in the classroom get in the classroom so
2: but even in that moment like if you're a kid and you got a phone don't you pick up and call nine one one or call your parents or your guardians like why why well, would you I just think, record to record
3: i think everybody was aware that there was a mass shooter in the building but at that point all they could do was hide
2: i mean the outside world low. didn't know though I mean, i'm just saying if you think if you're thinking possibly this could be your last moments wouldn't you call like your mom? Yeah, I'm with or you. I dad. wouldn't
1: take it. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it to uh, social Snapchat. media. What? Yeah, nah, I would have called mom or dad or oh. myself, or, oh. or, or even called cops. Maybe the cops didn't know because you don't know who knows at that point. But I would have definitely. I wouldn't have did that. But
2: I it think was they, sad.
3: Just had, they had just had a drill too at the school to learn what to do if there was an active shooter. That, don't you think that that
2: that is sad? The fact that they have, to is. have gun shooting drills in schools, drills for mass shootings. Uh, listen, man, I'm telling you, mass shootings are the American way now, baby. Now we gotta we gotta change those gun laws. I mean, those gun laws were put into place a
1: long time ago when rifles only had one shots, uh, uh, one bullet, two bullets. Now it's not happening. I mean, AR-15, you know, you, you the guy let off they said 45 rounds in a minute. Yeah. Like that is ridiculous. Yeah. You can't you don't even need to shoot a dare or a bear if you if you were hunting that money that many times.
2: Yeah, absolutely right, but guess what? It's not gonna happen. We, we we have the same talking points every time these mass shootings happen. It's the same conversations. Oh we gotta discuss mental health. Oh we gotta discuss gun laws. Oh pray for such and such. It's the same thing. Nothing's gonna change. It has to. It should. It has yeah. to, but it's not. I don't think yeah. I don't think the, the powers that be care enough. I was thinking last uh, yesterday when I was
1: when I was watching the story develop, if my daughter, if my school called me and said my daughter was stuck in school, what would you do as a parent? You know, what could you think? What you know, like, I don't even know. That's not that's not a
2: drill or something you are used to. Like, I, I have no clue. I think that you would probably grab your gun and go down to the school. I definitely would grab my gun and go down to the school. Sadly, I thought about that just for a split second, too. But then I dismissed that thought from my mind because hopefully uh, me or nobody I love will ever be in that situation. You know, one
3: woman was on the news. Her her child was in the school and she was saying how you never really think things like this are real until it happens in your own backyard and your own child is involved. It doesn't even seem like a real situation.
1: And that goes back to, like, schools should have, you
2: know, armed guards. That's all. Just have all the schools have armed security. These guys that prey on these schools, and they they know that there's nobody there that's going to shoot back at them. Why not just hire armed security in the school? He was an ex-student. He was an ex-student. If you're already having school uh, mass shooting drills, why not just hire armed security? Why not? Yeah, I'm with you. Why not? I'm with you. Spirit's up, guys. Come on.
3: All right. Well, we'll give you all those details and front page news of what we know so far about Nicholas Cruz, who is the person in custody now for one of the deadliest shoot, mass shootings in the United States.
1: All right. And and uh, well, I'll t- we'll talk about it next. And
2: also, we have Jeff Johnson joining us this morning. Yes, from BET's Man Cave. I was on that show last week. It comes on every Thursday night tonight, actually, at uh, what time? 10, I think. 1030. I think it's, it's 1030. It's, yeah, it's late because they get the curse. But he'll be here today, my man Jeff Johnson.
3: Oh, and I saw uh, Black Panther yesterday. Really? Yes, I did, in Brooklyn. Was it good? Oh, yeah, it was great. Okay. I think it's great for, and I'm happy a lot of students are going to see it. It's going to be great for all the kids mm-hmm. to go and check that out.
1: Okay. All right. Well, front page news is next. You know what we're talking about. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now let's talk about this horrible, horrible shooting in Florida.
3: Yes, this was a tragic situation in Parkland, Florida. It was a high school. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, a gunman who they have identified as Nicholas Cruz is suspected of killing at least 17 people. They're saying this is one of the 10 deadliest mass shootings in modern United States history. First, it first he pulled, sucks
2: that We got a top 10 mass shootings. <laughs> yeah. First
3: he pulled the fire alarm and so there was a fire alarm earlier in that day. He you <laughs> seems like he wanted to get people out of the school and get a higher death toll. Then they said he concealed himself among the hundreds of students fleeing the school. Investigators did identify him from school security videos and they found him in a nearby neighborhood in Coral Springs, Florida. Now they also have been looking at his digital profile and as you can see there's very, very disturbing content on his digital profile. You can see pictures and postings and comments that he would leave under videos on YouTube. Things like I want to shoot people with my with my AR 15, I want to die fighting, killing ish ton of people. I'm going to kill law enforcement. One day they go after the good people. Now, pl- police say that he did have multiple magazines, at least one AR 15 style rifle, and he actually bought that firearm in the past year and passed the background check to make that purchase, according to U.S. officials. They said he didn't seem to have any friends. Usually he would just stick to himself but once given the opportunity, he did like to talk. Now, here is one of the students saying that they predicted he would shoot up the school one day.
0: Honestly, a lot of people
2: were, were, con- were saying that it was going to be him and stuff like that. We actually, we threw, a lot of kids do jokes around like that, saying that he was gonna be the, the one that shoot up the school, but it turns out, you know, Everyone predicted it it's it's that's crazy. He was on the third floor. He knows the school layout, he knows where everyone would be at as of right now. He he's been in this on fire drills, he's prepared for this stuff. By the way, if everybody predicted it, then that's y'all fault too. Y'all well he
3: didn't look. go to the school anymore. Nicholas Cruz actually had been expelled from the school. But still,
2: if he while he was there, y'all saw all these signs and y'all used to make jokes about he's gonna shoot up the school one day. Y'all got a little blood on your hands too, cause y'all should have alerted somebody. Well they, they said that he was being he was bullied, the kid was bullied a lot
1: and they just see he was that type of kid. They suspended the kid, expelled him. So they never thought he would come back.
3: Right, he came back to he wasn't supposed to be there, and he's not a student. That he got left back twice. He's 19 years old, Nicholas Cruz, and uh, you know they are saying that he was adopted, but both of his adopted parents died. His adopted father died 10 years ago from cancer, from a heart attack, and mm. the mom I believe just died like three months ago. Mm. So uh, that's what we know so far. Uh, 17 think- people at least at this point, have been killed. One teacher talked about hiding 19 students in the closet, and they did have these drills to see what would happen in case there was an active shooter. They had drills at the school, and according to a lot of the students and the teachers, those drills were helpful when something did actually happen wow. in real life.
2: They need some type of law enforcement, like how they had on Minority Report that would arrest you before you commit a crime. Like, if you post stuff like you want to shoot people with an AR-15 on your social media, you should get locked up. But not That's even a there's no,
1: There's no teen... That she'd be able to purchase an AR-15. No way. How
3: do you pass a background check to be able to buy that?
1: Why are
2: you still 19 in high school? That, that's another question. But all you gotta
1: do is pass the fingerprints. You pass the fingerprints and there's no priors, no domestic violence, no violence on your record, you pass. So it, that's easy if you have no record. Mm. But at 19, 18, however age, what old he was when he purchased that, he should not be able to purchase that. Not, not having that much power.
3: And the FBI had been warned about Nicholas Cruz ye- uh, months ago. Oh,
2: oh okay. Everybody oh, got blood, blood on their hands.
3: Well, they warned the FBI. A YouTube vlogger saw the comments that he was leaving on videos and he said the FBI contacted him after
1: he alerted them to FBI that. FBI
2: got blood on their ass too then. Huh? Like,
1: con- what does contact mean? Hey, how you doing? Are you crazy? No, I'm not crazy. All right, have a nice day. That's contact? Like, come on. Come on. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800 585 If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning. You just want to vent a little bit. Or maybe you just want to try to spread some positivity this morning. All right? 800-585-1051. I know we're on out there in Florida. So if you guys want to call, we'll take your phone calls. And you can vent a little bit. All right? Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. <laughs>
0: It's your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this?
4: Deanna from Orlando, Florida. Oh, and my gosh, I got on. Hey, Deanna.
1: Get it off your chest.
4: Hey, First off, I want to say, Charlotte, I love you. You are the greatest. Thank you, baby. I love and you, I too. I want to say thank you. And I want to say that I'm so blessed. I just started my new business. It's an online clothing boutique, and I am just incredibly blessed. Thank you, Jesus.
1: There <laughs> you go. And thank you, mama. Thank
4: you, Jesus. It's Go check me out. Fashion Nova, I'm taking over. I am. Whoa. Okay,
0: mama. I love you,
1: how
4: man. you saluted Fashion Jesus. Nova.
2: I love how you saluted Jesus and came in with your plug for you. Your, your, your online store great great move
0: hello who's this uh, hey this is d from houston hey, what's, Club. Up? what's up bro get it off your chest hey man i just want to say uh um my crew and i we've been trying to save people lives forever man we started the app uh it's called cop stop guardian uh we need the people's help man uh just um we've just been trying to save people man we gotta if y'all can check us out on facebook we just need the people's help man um like i say we just been trying to save people. It's gonna be an app that's uh, help with these uh, with the traffic stops, with the uh, cops. Just trying to bridge the gap between the citizens and the uh, police police force, man. How
3: does the app work? Uh,
0: uh, well, it basically works where everything will be connected to your phone. There's also additional equipment you can purchase if you know if needed. It's gonna be connected to your phone. We're gonna have a database. Um, this is information that if you need it, it can be used in the courts. Uh, it'll keep information on you know cops history if they have a history of uh pulling people over for no reason i mean it's just gonna be crazy man if y'all can check us out on facebook it's cop stop guardian uh on facebook we're relaunching our uh logo so we're gonna have our twitter instagram everything's gonna be popping this month man just trying to make history in black history
1: well, congratulations, bro. Keep working hard. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. your I hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Yo, man. This is G
1: from the Great City. Oh, my goodness. What What's at? up, bro? Yeah.
0: Yo, know, I'm mad, you know, because Charlemagne wasn't acknowledged in Black History Month this month. I want to acknowledge him. I want to let everybody know. Two years ago, Charlemagne underwent a procedure. He bleached his skin about three shades lighter. He lost 50 pounds. Wow. <laughs> and he went from having a net worth of 500,000 to 10 mil. <laughs> and we all know it's because he bleached. You know, he lightened his skin, proving that the lighter you are in this country, the further ahead you can get. All right. All yeah, right, all up, right. Dude. It is black history, hey, Month. Shut up. So. Who, who else you want to hey, go now? Okay, keep going now. Who hey, else, hey, else? Hey, me or you next? I mean, i want to go out too, Envy, man. My cousin out here got some talent in North, man. I'm trying to get his record played on the air. What's up, Envy? Show North some love. Envy? No man.
1: doubt. No doubt. See, That's what you say. No doubt. They don't know what to say back. See, no he doubt. No Hello. No. no doubt. Now, what do you say no next? No doubt about it. No doubt about it. No doubt.
0: <laughs> Hello. Who's this? Hey, this is Doug Brown. Calling from Charlotte, North Carolina. What's seven zero four? What's happening? Get it off your chest. Hey, man. I just want to say I'm very blessed. I'm a police officer. And I got promoted to sergeant this past weekend. Okay. Congratulations. Well, congratulations
3: man. You're a good police uh, officer then.
0: Thank you, thank you. I'd I, I like to get better. Hopefully. To
2: <laughs> now, what are you doing to help uh, better relations between the police and the community?
0: I'm actually out there in the community, man. I, I'm out there. I'm out there hosting, like, picnics and community picnics, um, community basketball games. I, I'm actually out there, man. I, I'm one to over a lot
3: of stuff. I think that's great. I think it's nice for people to have interactions with the police that are not negative. Absolutely. You're not being stopped by the police for something you did wrong, but let's have a nice celebrity bass. I mean, um, a nice community basketball game and all of that. So that's a great thing. Cookouts.
0: Yeah. Michael Jordan actually came out there one time to oh, wow. play basketball with us. His, knee. so his knees, are, his knees are bad, so he didn't oh, do too well. Oh, you, oh, you, oh, you crossed over oh, Michael okay. Jordan. Now I
2: don't believe. Now, you. now are we supposed to believe you? Uh, <laughs> I, I believe him.
0: Before. I didn't cross him up. No, I can't do it. Okay, <laughs> Michael Jordan, fifty-something years real. old.
2: I'm pretty sure he can get crossed up at this point in his life. The Breakfast Club.
1: Everybody is DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Drake.
0: This is the rumor report with Angela Yee. Has it. On the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, nah,
3: nah, 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 nah. Well, Drake is just chock full of good deeds right now. We told you about a lot of things that he's been doing. He actually donated money to a women's shelter in Miami. He went by a Miami senior he went by Miami Senior High School to mm-hmm. do his new music video and he gave one student a fifty thousand dollar scholarship as well as offering twenty-five thousand dollars to that school. He also spent $50,000 on everybody's groceries at a local supermarket. And now he has done something for a housekeeper at the Fountain Blue. He gave her a luxurious spa day and a $10,000 shopping spree. Odeli Perry is her name. She's worked at the Fountain Blue for two decades. And she got a mysterious phone call from a woman who arranged for her to have a massage at the Fountain Blue Spa and then dinner at their steakhouse. Then she actually ended up going shopping. They sent a car for her and took her to Saks Fifth Avenue. And then when she turned around, Drake was there. Wow. Isn't that nice?
1: I don't know what Miami did to Drake, but Miami did something for Drake. And Drake must have an incredible album right now because he is doing so much for Miami. He's giving back. Shout out to Drake.
3: Now, she had no budget at all. She had 45 minutes to shop for whatever she wanted from Saks so that's where she got a pair of eight hundred dollars shoes, a Valentino purse, four perfumes, and a six thousand dollars gold and diamond
1: necklace. That's it. They and gave me Envy. forty. They only they gave me forty five minutes. I'm gonna bust Drake down for at least a hundred grand.
3: Well, sir. Okay. Pause.
1: Pause. pause. I mean, you know, you know what I meant. I
3: like, don't know, you know what, what you I meant.
1: Mean. I know what I mean. I know how to, what, shop, what? At least 100 grand, 45 minutes.
3: Okay, and yesterday was Valentine's Day. And in honor of that, Kanye West restarted his Instagram. He had cleared everything off. He wasn't on there anymore. But his first post was, Happy Valentine's Day, babe, for Kim Kardashian. Mm -hmm. And then he posted a series of different couples, like J-Lo and Diddy, Angelina Jolie, Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, If you go look at his page, he has a whole bunch of different couples just posted on there, I guess, in the homage of valentine's day
1: i was kind of mad why he didn't post jermaine dupre and janet jackson i thought you what say, about jay-z I thought you were gonna say you and Gia. i i wasn't even thinking that he should have posted that <laughs> yeah. too but i was thinking more like jay-z beyonce hello or alicia key's swiss beats or you know he
3: put Aaliyah and tupac up
1: yeah that was kind of weird
3: yeah i guess he just felt like these were iconic pictures
1: i don't know okay
3: um All right. Now, Carmelo Anthony for Valentine's Day posted a picture of himself and Lala, and he posted mine forever. Happy Valentine's Day to my wife.
1: Now, was that an old picture or was that a new picture?
3: I don't know. It See, looks pretty new.
1: If that's a new picture, then I'm happy for them. I, I think they should be stay together forever. I'm not mad at him. Right, if now. that was an old picture, he's, he's still swinging. I'm not mad at that either.
3: Nelly posted to his lady, to Miss Jackson, he said, loving you is easy, loving me is something I've made very hard, saying I love you is easy, showing how much I love you is something I will do the rest of my life, I love you Chantel Jackson, happy Valentine's Day. So that was his post to her. Okay. Okay. All right, so that's Valentine's Day. I was looking at everybody's posts on on the gram. That's how you see what's good. All right. All right, Monique is still checking people. Now, she's been on a tour after all the situation with Netflix, and I guess she felt like some people are prejudging her before she walks in the room. She was sitting down to do an interview with the radio host, Sana G, and here is what happened.
5: When I walk into here, son, and you don't even introduce yourself, that's why, if you notice, I had to direct my conversation somewhere else till your energy got right. So mm-hmm. you then decided to say, "Okay, now let me introduce myself." We gotta learn how to. Well, yeah, but you also
3: weren't even making it. eye
4: contact with me. The whole I, first part of the I interview. couldn't, and I'll tell you why. Okay. because we walked in, you didn't even address us. Sis. Well, I was busy wrapping up something else with the business, so idea, I
5: apologize
6: for that. But when it's your but... show,
5: we always make sure mm-hmm. that we welcome in our guests. In this entertainment business, it's so easy to become arrogant.
6: All
1: right. Wow. <laughs> wow. I would love to see the whole interview. So she didn't you say... Sonia didn't say hello to her when she walked in? She just was well, told to sit down? We
3: don't know what happened before, but I guess this is what happened. I guess she just jumped right into the interview, and it's very awkward in the beginning. This is within, like, the first three minutes that this happened. So I guess she felt like, you know, she when the interview started, it was very awkward. Mm. And then that's why. Okay, Monique. <laughs> All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report.
1: All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, we got front-page news next, and we're talking about this Florida shooting. So sad. This is one of those things that, as a parent, I just don't even know what to do. Like, I have a, a, a 16-year-old in high school. I have one that's going to high school next year, and it's very scary because there's no way to protect your kids from this. And we'll talk about it when we come back. Keep it locked. This is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's talk about this horrific, horrific shooting in Florida now.
3: Right. This was in Parkland, Florida, at Marjorie Stoneman. Douglas High School, Nicholas Cruz is suspected of killing at least 17 people Mm -mm. this is going to be one of the 10 deadliest mass shootings in modern US history as of now They believe that he concealed himself among the hundreds of students fleeing the school. And they did find him later on in a neighborhood in Coral Springs, Florida. They said his digital profile had very, very disturbing content. And he had a variety of gun and violence related postings on social media sites. The FBI had been investigating him already because he was flagged on YouTube for comments that he made by another user. uh, And the FBI had contacted that other user to discuss what was going on so well, I don't know if he was still under investigation or if it had been closed out now here is one of the fellow students at Marjorie Stillman Douglas High School predicting what they thought would eventually happen
2: honestly a lot of people were were, con- were saying that it was going to be him stuff like that we actually we threw, a lot of kids do jokes around like that saying that he's the, the one to screwed up the school but it turns out you know everyone predicted it, it's, it's, that's crazy. He was on the third floor. He knows the school layout. He knows where everyone would, would be at as of right now. He, he's been in this fire drills. He's prepared for this stuff.
1: And that's what I don't understand. You, you said the FBI contacted. What does that mean? Did they just call? Did they go by and see him? You know, did they speak to classmates? Like, they just got to do more than call. Well, this was something this that happened
3: lot. on YouTube. So he mm-hmm. left a, a comment that was disturbing. So he they flagged him. And the FBI contacted the user on YouTube who actually flagged him just to see what was going on. So I don't know if he was under investigation. I don't know if they ever spoke to Nicholas Cruz or what, but he did have an AR-15. In addition to that, he had smoke grenades and he had a gas mask as well. Now, the AR-15 that he had, he bought it in the past after passing a background check. He was only 19 years old, but he had gotten left back twice which is why he was still in school. He was actually expelled from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, so he was no longer a student there. He showed back up and carried out what people thought he would be the person to do something like that.
1: Well, a background check doesn't mean ish. I mean, because all they do is they do your fingerprints to see if you have a criminal record, and they also check if, you, if you've if you been admitted into a hospital for mental illness or if you have any uh, violent crimes or violent tendencies. And if none of those are on your record, You can get a gun. That doesn't mean you're not crazy. That doesn't mean you don't have mental problems. That doesn't mean you're not violent. So the background check check is is, is pretty much bad. They should
3: check your digital profile as well because they said he had all kinds of crazy posts. I don't know if they do that, but that's definitely something that should be also taken into consideration. And ironically enough, Parkland was named Florida's safest city last year. Oh, boy. And then something like this happened. They only had seven reported crimes and 186 property crimes the previous year. So... This is a, a city that was not expecting anything like this to happen.
1: It's very sad. And they need to change the gun laws. I mean, when they made the gun laws, rifles only had one or two bullets. So that's what those gun laws were for. Not an AR-15 where you can shoot up to 45 rounds in a minute. Like, they, they changed the weapons. The weapons have changed dramatically. So they need to change these laws. There's no way a, a 18-year-old, 19-year-old should be able to get and have that much power. Not at all.
3: All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Front Page News.
1: All right. Now, when we come back, uh, Jeff Johnson from Man Cave will be joining us. All right. We'll kick it with him when we come back. Charlemagne was on the show last week, and he's on the show today. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's Cardi B. It's DJ N V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. He's from BET's Man
2: Cave. Jeff Johnson. Yes, sir. What's happening, brother? I'm great, man. Uh, BET's Man Cave. Yes.
3: I feel like I'm in a man cave every day in here. Okay. Because there's a bunch of guys talking. I sit here. I try to zone it out. But we can tune in to hear. You don't zone out, though. You oh, do. yes, Oh, yes, yes I do. <laughs> they could talk about a million things. I, we, I can I call again. her. Yee.
6: <laughs> Yee, I don't
3: huh? listen to anything. I managed to master the art of tuning out in the studio. Well, we
5: hope you tune in to Man Cave. Yeah, now that yes. sounds
3: like an interesting show. Yeah, it's, it's a
5: fantastic show. We, it we appreciated Charlamagne coming through last week. Thank uh, you for having uh, me. Our, our fourth episode. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fantastic. I mean, we I, I pitched this show to BT about four years ago. Um, was tired of not seeing men's conversation on TV.
1: Right.
5: Unless we're talking about sports. It's like we're, we're caricatures, right? It's either this hyper, over-masculine thing mm-hmm. or this um, metrosexual thing. And it's, I love and, seeing and your no... guys'
3: sensitive side.
5: Our sensitive side? Mm-hmm. We, we have sensitive Like, sides? I like
3: to hear you guys talk about, you know, breaking uh, up
5: and how yes. to get over a breakup <laughs> <laughs> for men.
3: Because we talk about that all the time as women. But for men, like, what do y'all do to get over a breakup?
5: Well, it depends. Yeah. But every breakup's not the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, True. sometimes, sometimes, yes, new is is a is a a, A
3: temporary band-aid for the pain
5: sometimes it's not even a band-aid sometimes (laughs) it's just a response okay but but it it just depends i mean every relationship every relationship for y'all isn't the same so y'all don't go through sister sister therapy for every dude you break up with. yeah we do we Nah, because
3: if we're dating you and we feel like it's a breakup it's definitely something happened. We definitely need a little bit of... See, that's the problem with guys is that y'all don't do that brother therapy with each other when you go through things. Oh, I agree. No, and we I agree. do it for everything. Well, that's
2: because we don't get emotional connections with the <laughs> women we deal with most of the time. Most of the time, ours is just like physical, sexual things. I feel oh like women no, have emotional a, But a lot of times we be lying.
5: Yeah, be lying. you
2: know you know as
5: well as I do, <laughs> you could break a chick off five times. A guy, know a guy, break a chick off five times
2: and then want to end it but then be mad when he see her with somebody. Well, anything more than three times is a relationship. So if you you sleep with a girl more than three times, that's a relationship. That doesn't mean there's emotions that that's when emotions dictate. get involved after the third time. And I think Is it, yeah, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah, And I, I think know. sometimes people yeah.
3: think that women can't do that and women do that also. They can you. also not be emotionally involved as well. I
5: know some of those women. Right, absolutely
3: yeah. 100%. Man killers. And I feel like guys sometimes <laughs> approach women in a way where they automatically think that they think we want to be in a relationship when we might just want to date and so they automatically assume, don't get too attached. I'm just letting you know, I don't want to be in a relationship and then all of a sudden they want to be in in a relationship.
5: Yeah, but most... But even women who say they don't want to be in a relationship have, have mapped the sh- out before the first date starts.
6: You think mm. so? No. Bring yes. that down. Bring
5: that down. What do you don't mean mapped out? I no
3: expectations.
5: I know women that before the first date starts... They thinking of baby names, <laughs> my kid going to look cute and have blue eyes, Gosh. They, all, all this kind of stuff that 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 is saying I'm I'm stepping to this date because I want a relationship. because okay, I think that's a something misconception. Serious. Oh, no, no, no. Because I've seen Sometimes
3: it. the way I would approach it is maybe we'll end up being friends. Maybe it'll be something more. I'm not sure.
2: And you've always been that way.
3: Always been that way.
2: Unless you meet that baller shot caller with that seven-figure contract.
3: I know plenty of ballers and shot callers. (laughs) It doesn't faze (laughs) me. (laughs) But, yeah, I just do think that sometimes... Men have this perception that women really want to be in a relationship, and we have all these things planned out. And really, we, you know, we're weighing out our options. It's no,
5: and, like- and, and and honestly, I think that's why we did Man Cave because right. we we all are complex, right? Mm-hmm. So every guy doesn't want the same thing. Every guy doesn't think the same way. There's some threads, of course, and, and things that we do. But I was just tired of not seeing any complexity in men on TV.
3: Like you saw how Tank likes to get his, and out know, and stuff when he was up here.
5: Well, that that's not a secret. Like Tank's been talking about <laughs> getting his see
3: on
2: air for a long time but that i was...
3: feel like that's something men don't like to talk about so much. Man, why not i've been talking about hey, it. the man the man's cave
2: i made comfortable i made tank comfortable to talk about it. <laughs> i didn't mean for him to put his legs up in the air <laughs> on the show but I, <laughs> you know well, he's not true. alone tank <laughs> I, I would think though jeff in this climate you'd be doing something more like politically driven that i would be Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. why Cause you, are well, Jeff Johnson. You about to Kanye me? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Put <laughs> no. you wanna buy? I'm saying because you're Jeff. That's what we. That's what we know
5: Jeff Johnson at. No, but that. But that's, that's the exact same conversation you have with Kanye, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. no. So, so the thing about it is the whole reason I did man cave is because I didn't want to be in that box. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, and and I got tired. of Every time I go somewhere, I got to have a political conversation with you. When mm-hmm. there's more that I want to talk about than politics, and and frankly, there's a whole new younger generation of millennials that got the that got the political thing down so so uh, i'm not saying they're perfect and i'm not yeah, saying that yeah. that that and, and i'm not even talking about all the people on tv yeah, yeah, yeah. so so i think that they i'm i'm seeing young casts in communities all over the country that i think are dope and and that are having these conversations and and leading movement and while they can grow and there's some sophistication that i think can happen i just want to be up my whole self I got tired of showing up at the club and being at the bar and dudes want to talk about politics, and I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the damn strip club. And you drink? Like, right.
6: right. What you doing here? So, <laughs> so
5: no, man, I, 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 and, and I think that a lot of brothers are there. So yeah, a lot of yeah, brothers yeah. get trapped in the box of their job mm-hmm. and, and are frustrated as a result of it. And and I want, I want to create a show that gives us a permission to be our whole self. And well, men I
3: guess for men is like therapy, too, I feel, in a way, just because certain things guys I feel like don't talk about with their friends. So they might hear you guys talk talking about it on Man That's Cave it. and feel like, oh, man, I was just having a similar problem, but I couldn't call up my homeboy, Charlemagne because he's going to laugh at me. You
2: and know? we still going to get to the root of the problem, <laughs> but I'm going to
5: get these jokes Yeah, And yeah. right. it's always going to be jokes. And
3: politics intersect, I think, also with a lot of what you would have to talk about.
5: It, it, it's there and it's a mm-hmm. thread, but it's not the focus. Right. And Charlemagne, to your point, there are a lot of people who were traditionally followers of mine that were pissed because mm-hmm. they was looking for woke TV. Uh, where all we did from beginning to end was talk about social political issues and how we going to solve all of them.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like,
5: one, nobody's watching that 1030 at night on BT. That, that's not where you go for that. Um, two, to, to your point, we need spaces because people keep asking, was this going to be the barbershop?
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, and I'm like, no, it's not going to be the barbershop because the one thing about the barbershop is you can talk about anything, but you'll never talk about you.
4: Yeah. Like yeah, don't yeah, no no dude yeah, yeah. roll up in the that's barbershop
5: real. like, man, I'm having some challenges with my yeah. girl. Yeah, um yeah, can y'all yeah. help me through this. <laughs> There's no transparency going on in the barbershop, but it's hardcore honesty. And the problem with that is we've made the barbershop seem like it's therapy that it's not. And so we need a space. And and that's why, I mean, I, I think you saw it when you came on. One of the things that makes our show different is we're not trying to get no aha moment. Right. We're not trying to trap nobody into saying something they don't want to say. Yeah. We're going to be transparent, let you say what you want to say. If you want to say it, boom. If you don't, it's not authentic anyway. And so we lose in the man cave if we're inauthentic in the name of just trying to get somebody to say something that gets
1: tweaked. All right, we got more with Jeff Johnson. He's from BET's Man Cave. When we come back, so don't move, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Jeff Johnson from BET's Man Cave in the building. Yee. If a man messes up. And cheats. What can he do to get his woman back?
5: Does he want her?
3: He wants her back. He messed up. He got caught. No, that's an
5: important question. It's not, it's not, every man that cheats on his woman don't want her. Sometimes that's an indication that it's time for you to go. So, so, and sometimes trying to get her back just means you f***ed up the other options and you're trying to have a safe place to land until you get the other options going. I mean, you're serious though. So, so no, I mean, I think brothers who are in earnest, right? And, And I've been there in my own life before. So brothers who are in earnest about wanting to get a woman back, need to spend less time trying to figure out how to get them back and more time trying to fix your sh-
6: Mm-hmm.
5: So I, I know, Cass, that when they're trying to get her back, it's all about, baby, I want you back. I want to do this, do this, do this. Not, let me show you that who I was in this moment is not who I am all the time.
2: Yeah, the best apology is change behavior. It
5: is, that's it.
3: Now, when you say you've been there before, what makes men cheap? <laughs> there's there's <laughs> nothing there's nothing lacking because sometimes women take it very personally like it's my fault what did i do wrong what's missing from our relationship so
5: so often men it's just straight ego is is there somebody that can make me feel great right now and nothing else exists so so i know cats that cheat and they're not even thinking about who they with Mm -hmm. it is this moment right now tomorrow this ain't even gonna matter to me uh, I'm going home to whoever. I'm paying the bills for whoever. I'm trying to take care of whoever. This is a moment in time, and it don't mean sh-. and And it's immature because in a real way, everything we do has consequences for the people that are in our lives.
2: But men ain't processing it that way. That's why I always say men cheat for ego and women cheat for emo. Emotions. Men just got We just want to say that we smashed something new most of the time.
5: Feel like we still got it or not even say it we just we are just so childish sometimes that we just want because our girl now knows us or our woman now knows us or our wife now knows us that she not stroking the ego on a regular basis and there's a bunch of dudes that got caught up just because you made me feel like a man when the person that i'm with treats me Mm -hmm. like i'm supposed to know i'm a man
2: yeah don't stop moaning ladies don't ever stop moaning. <laughs> All I need to hear is a moan from a new woman, and I'm going to be over here, okay? Isn't
3: it annoying if a woman's too loud? What? It's relative. Too loud? Because it could be like too much. Like, okay, you're acting.
5: Not me. You're doing my job. <laughs> well, you, you, you can be loud. not loud and be acting. I mean, it's,
6: right. it, it, it,
5: her, her ability to be authentic in the moan is important. I think I moan too much, to be honest
6: with you.
3: <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs>
5: Terrible visual. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I'm on two. I just saw you laying Man. on your stomach. <laughs> I'm just... Yeah, that's gross. I don't want that either. Now talk about wanting to take back. I don't, I don't, want, that. I don't want that. I
2: don't want that vision Yeah, anymore. nah. You went to Steve Harvey with this show. That's That's what finally got it done? Unfortunately, yeah. Um, Why do you say unfortunately? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if, if I'm gonna be, if, if I'm gonna be
5: totally honest, I mean, it, it was at, at that time, you know, there was no kind of Steve baggage. Um, so you, you, people have been hard on Steve for a number of before, things before that, he
2: visited the Trump Towers. That,
5: that the, there was none of that, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Um, Steve was super hot with black folks still in a real way. And that's not to say that he's not now, mm-hmm. but you understand what I'm saying. Um and I think that BT was interested in being in a Steve Harvey business yeah and and I was glad they were interested in being in the Steve Harvey business because it was that relationship I had I had written a book with Steve so act like a success think like a success he and I worked on that together mm-hmm. and so we had a, a business relationship at the time and and um and I was just interested too in how do we put out some men's content that isn't trying to tell women what to do I never agreed with that. I just think it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never agree with that. We we got enough of our own sh- to work on without trying to tell women how to be anything. Mm-hmm. And so that that was another thing with Man Cave. I, I was deliberate about. We will not. We won't have a segment. We won't have a day. We won't have anything. It's more we're of trying us to tell just women what
3: eavesdropping on what you guys are talking That's about it. when we're not around. That's it. Mm-hmm.
5: And that to me is more valuable than us trying to tell you how to be you and we ain't figured out how to
2: be us. Yeah, I think that's something, even with me, I'm constantly working on just in general. Like, you know, just telling other people how to be them. Like, you can't tell a gay person what gay people should be doing. A white person can't tell a black person how what racism feels like. like. Like, it's just it's it's interesting to always have those conversations with yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you think that we, as black people, sometimes we cut our nose off to spite our face? I mean, we, I mean, we throw the whole baby out with the bathwater sometimes. As much as Steve has done for black people and the black community, he has one mishap, and all of a sudden it's Steve Hard. I don't I don't know if a lot of people
5: thought that was the first mishap.
3: Yeah, I don't think it was just one mishap. Um,
5: and so Steve's always been good to me. I, mm-hmm. I got no issues with Steve. Um, I think that he could have handled the Trump visit different. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I thought that he underestimated the moment. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think I think Steve thought he could go in there, have a conversation, come out, and it was going to be no big deal.
2: Because he had been doing that before. They do business as far as, like, the right. Miss Universe pageant and all that right. stuff like that. Yeah. So, I,
5: so, so I, I think it was just a misstep in that regard. But, yeah, I, I think that a lot of times... We are so quick to challenge somebody's blackness yeah, yeah, based yeah. on one thing that they do yeah. that we cut people off who actually have done the best they can absolutely, to be good to us. Yes. And even if they haven't been perfect in doing it, they, they haven't done anything malicious. And so even when people make mistakes, that's not the same as somebody being overtly anti-black or overtly trying to manipulate black people, or overtly trying to take advantage of black people, and I don't think that's who Steve has ever been. Never. Right. And so I, I do. I take issue with that. With with not only how people have done Steve, but how they've done other people. Um. So we got to get over that, because because sometimes what, what we what we don't realize is we are separating ourselves from allies that we ultimately can use later on. We keep playing checkers, and it's chess.
2: Yes. And Steve is constantly. Empowered black people. Like you see it on his different, you know, television shows that he has, all the black people that work there. Or like when he does his camps where he's bringing all the and disenfranchised kids. Young and he's been consistent with this. that. I mean, that, 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 that camp is
5: done, he's done for nearly a decade. Um, the hoodie awards where he was recognizing businesses when nobody was talking about small yes. black businesses. He, done, he did for over a decade. Um, he's hired a ton of black folks and way more folks of color on his yes. staff than people who aren't. And, and and to me, that is what where you where you invest your money yes. and your time is what you really care about. And so those kind of small mistakes is, is bullshit. When when half of the people that are coming at you don't do a fraction of what you do for the community. And that's what confuses
2: me. Because like Steve Harvey canceled. I'm like, how the Steve Harvey cancels. Harvey cancels one of the main people that's out here helping us. But some of those people never liked him. And so, and, True, and, yeah. and
5: you know this as well as I do, some people just never gonna please. Yeah. So fuck them.
3: So for Man Cave, let's get back to Man Cave yes. for a second. Let's. All right. So do you think that um, are you ever cautious about giving away like secrets of things that men do for women who are eavesdropping on this conversation? Because I know sometimes I do my podcast and I ask questions like, why do guys do this or that? And certain guys don't want to answer because they don't want to tell on themselves or what other guys are the real reasons why.
5: The show ain't G35 classified. I mean, it's, it's like, listen, I got two texts. In the last 48 hours, from brothers who said, "Man, thank you, because my girl or my wife better understands me now." Oh, that's from me. watching this show. And so, it, in in 2018, it's not a whole lot of stuff guys are doing that women don't know about, especially in the internet in a day of social media, when you got a when you got a bunch of people talking about it anyway. So, no, we're not giving away secrets that people don't know about, and. If women can better understand their man, better understand their father, better understand their son, I'm not worried about a small fraction of brothers who don't want stuff to get out <laughs> because they want to manipulate women anyway. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm about I'm about how do we use this content to help brothers be better understood versus help brothers continue to run games.
2: So how do we get people to start watching, man? Because I don't know, not I do not understand why people are not watching BET right now. We got, we just got to do better of promoting content off right. network. Um, We got great
5: content on the network. Our job as Man Cave is to do the best show that we can so that the network and others want to make sure everybody knows it's out there. So why so, I come I'm fronting on the black people, basically? Man, don't start.
6: <laughs> <laughs> don't start. Now, nah, I know that's what you're talking all the, the mean, money Damn, if I'm <laughs> that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> My My man, <laughs> Jeff Johnson. When does Man Cave come on Thursday? Every Thursday night, 10.30 p.m. Eastern.
2: All right, check it out on BT. It's The Breakfast Club. Thank you for coming, brother. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. The Breakfast Club.
4: You get donkey of the day you from
0: us. You get donkey of the day you you are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for donkey of the day. <laughs> I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eyes. Man. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. You have to
4: make a judgment <laughs> of who was going to be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yes. It's a breakfast club, bitchy.
2: Who's donkey of the day today? Donkey today for Thursday February 15th goes to Florida's own 19-year-old Nicholas Cruz. What does your uncle Shala always say kids? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida But Nicholas Cruz is beyond crazy, even though he's from Florida, okay? Nicholas Cruz is pure evil. See, Nicholas Cruz is responsible for the latest thing that has become all too common in America, and that's mass shootings. Oh, remember that old saying, American is apple pie? That's done. It's a rap for that. Put that saying in rice. The new saying is absolutely American as mass shootings, okay? Go get the go get the bumper stickers and the t-shirts ready because America this is and has been our new reality for a long time. We can't even front like these are isolated incidents anymore because it's not it's the American way. Mass shootings are in the very fiber of America, just like racism, and I have absolutely positively no idea on how to change this reality. Clearly, neither do politicians, policymakers, and lawmakers, because if they did, I think that we would have put a cap on this mass shooting thing a long time ago, but I truly believe that our government, like so many of us, are numb to mass shootings at this point. They probably look at it as collateral damage for the right to bear arms. I can't see any other reason why they aren't strict gun laws, but I feel like I'm just wasting to my breath right now because I am truly numb to mass shootings at this point, and I shouldn't be. Mass shootings aren't normal, but they have been normalized. And I was thinking about this yesterday as I was in the gym because I passed by the TV, I saw the headline and didn't stop to actually look and see what happened. In fact, I put my headphones on and ironically put on Pray For Me from the Black Panther soundtrack because when these mass shootings happen in America nowadays, that's all it seems like we can do is pray. But as we all know, Faith Without Works is dead. So all of this, you know, pray for Parkland, Florida, pray for such and such place when these school shootings happen. It's cool, but we shouldn't just pray for people and places after these tragedies happen. We should be praying and working towards some type of gun control in america to prevent these tragedies from happening in the first place now i hate to have to give you details of this act of evil that nicholas cruz caused but ignoring a problem doesn't make it go away so let's go to cbs miami for the report
4: a former student at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School is accused of firing round after round at the end of a school day. 17 people are dead. When law enforcement arrived, they knew someone was on campus and armed. After the chaos and the killings, BSO says they found the suspect, Nicholas Cruz, a former student at the school in an area nearby. Meanwhile, students and parents desperately searched on the ground and online for missing friends. I have so many questions,
2: right? This guy was 19 years old and still in high school. He got expelled, got upset for being expelled and came back and shot up to school. Did he get expelled or did they kick him out because he was a super, super senior who no longer had eligibility? 19 doesn't seem too old to be in high school to y'all. Could someone make it make sense? And let's be clear. I've been kicked out of two high schools. Berkeley High School and Scratford High School respectively in South Carolina. Monks Corner South Carolina and Goose Creek South Carolina. And when I got kicked out of those schools, all I really wanted to do was find a way to get back in them because I wanted my diploma. And that's where all the women were. And I couldn't go to any sports function since I was was expelled. No basketball and football games. And you know that's everything in high school. So I started taking night classes. That was my way back in. And my way of finishing what I started. I'm saying all I have to say, not once did I think that was the end. Like my life was over because I got kicked out of high school. So I would love to know what was going through Nicholas Cruz's mind. I really hope they give him the death penalty, kill him, and then use his brain for science. Because I'm interested to see what makes these type of people tick. And I don't want to hear that, oh, he's 19 he can be rehabilitated, he still has a chance stop it. Okay, there's some crimes that are so heinous, so despicable that you don't get the opportunity to ever be free again. I don't, I don't care about rehabilitation in this case. 17 people are dead. Alright, give him a jail sentence forever and the death penalty. Okay, like this guy really made a permanent decision off temporary feelings and everybody knows you don't make permanent decisions based off temporary feelings. And if you don't know that, you need to learn. Okay, like an expulsion is not the end of your life. You're 19. You got a long way to go that's why I'm sitting here like why why that route was a mass shooting the only way to handle this situation? You decided that you wanted to go in people's lives because you faced a small speed bump in yours. Like getting expelled is a comma, okay? It's a comma in the sentence. A slight pause. But someone shooting and killing you is a period. Life is over. 17 people will never have a chance of doing anything in life because Nicholas Cruz didn't know how to handle small setbacks in his life. Bruh, it was Valentine's Day. What you witnessed in South Florida yesterday was a true Valentine's Day massacre, okay? Hurt people hurt people, and Nicholas, your hurt ass broke a lot of hearts. First thing I thought when I heard this was, who didn't get him a card? Who didn't buy this cow with a box of chocolates? Clearly this dude lacked love, and every time you mistreat someone or hurt someone, you reveal a part of you that lacks love and needs to heal. Clearly Nicholas Cruz was in need of healing. Now, I'm gonna be honest, I don't have anything, you know, left to say because I... I don't like pointless conversation and the reason I think this convo is pointless is because we literally say the exact same things after these mass shootings it's actually textbook now you've seen the place so much that you can call it verbatim okay everyone reacts on social media pray for such and such then the convos about the gun laws start then the convos about mental health and politicians tweet out condolences and nothing happens we just go back to our lives and then act so surprised and shocked when another shooting happens a few months from now oh trust and believe another one will happen because this is America and mass shootings are the American way. Listen, people, some things will never change and some things will never stay the same. And sadly for me, the best way to deal with situations like this is to simply accept that harsh reality. Please give Nicholas Cruz the biggest he haw <coughs> All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Up next mm-hmm. is Ask
1: Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need advice, relationship advice, or any type of advice, call Yee right now. She'll help you with all your problems. Hit us up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello. Who's
4: this? Yes, this is Jasmine.
1: Jasmine, what's your question for you?
4: My boyfriend. We've been together for two years. Um, I just found out that he cheated and and did it to some girl back in December. Mm, I'm like, due to have my baby next week. Whoo. And I'm just like, he's like, well, why would you go through my phone? Oh, he but has that's some But Besides nerve. the point, like, why do you have a whole video of you doing it to a girl in there, and then you got it saved on your phone, like you go back and watch it? Well, you bored. Like, that's
3: rude and disrespectful. <laughs> what a dummy. So you know that this video was filmed in
4: December. I checked the details on the video, and it said December 27, 2017. But he's talking about it's an old video. It's from his memory card. And I'm like, you lying. You done had a, a new phone three different times. He should have like, just told you, you I have old footage on a new phone. All right. So number one, first and foremost, you
3: have a baby coming next week. Yes. So what you need to do is, and as difficult as it is right now, is be number one concerned about that baby.
4: You, I mean, I am. I'm just, like, devastated right now, because at this point, like, I don't even know what to believe. Like, I feel like I'm, I have to question everything you ever did, ever said, like, because you just been lying to my face this whole time.
3: I, I think he's awful for that and disgusting. The problem is that he's still lying. Is this the first time he's that you've old. ever caught him cheating? Yeah,
4: yeah, this is the first time.
3: Alright, so what he needs to do is answer any questions that you have, but he needs to answer them honestly.
4: And that's what I was telling him, and he was like, he don't even want to talk about it, and I'm like in order for me to get past it mm-hmm. we have to talk about it And as soon as i start talking about it with him i'm disrespecting him and you know is he it... flips out on me about every single thing like if i go somewhere and i'm gone too long he flips out if i'm like well that's because the, the things that... golf, he flips out but you out here doing it to a whole girl and i'm just supposed to be like okay that's real. And he would have found the video of me doing it to somebody there would have been nothing i could have said
3: that could have justified it well jasmine part of it is and i always feel like this when people flip out on you and you're not doing anything it's because they're doing something clearly you went I, through his phone getting,
4: and that's what I was getting at mm-hmm. but I was just trying to have like trust and faith in him because you feel like I don't trust him and I don't so I was just trying to have it in him and you, you proved me right Now, what made you go
3: through his phone in the first place?
4: We had just got done doing nasty stuff, and his phone was, like, ringing off the hook, off the hook, and I was trying to wake him up, and he would not wake up, so I just took it upon myself to see who was calling or whatever. It was an inbox message from another girl talking about, are you woke, baby? I'm like this is his girlfriend he's asleep and she was like I didn't know he had a girlfriend I'm like yeah and he's asleep so at that point I just started going through the phone because like because
3: right. you had like, your I, suspicions obviously because he was right. you found something out that you didn't even intend to find out well I would love for us to have a chance to talk to him <laughs> Jazz
4: like, oh, hell no. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if that might happen. I don't, don't, don't going <laughs> to willingly talk to anybody. I, I would
6: love in the of, to have I a conversation. I've been trying to come
4: to my counselor for 90 days now. He's like, no.
3: <laughs> Do, have you told your uh, friends and family or anybody about this?
4: Yeah, yeah. I told my aunt and two of my friends, and my you, friend, she's all like, well, you guys were like broken up at the time, wasn't you? Like, we kind of was, but... Oh, Jasmine. No, no, but look, she the whole time we was... we. He kept leaving me in December. He was leaving every weekend. I kept asking him, like, so are we single? And he kept saying, no, we not broke up we just don't live together. But now since the video surfaced, he's talking about we broke up. But back when I was asking you was we broke up, the answer was no, we just don't live
3: together. We just You know, it sounds like he's just a he's just a liar and a cheater. Exactly and that's basically what it is right now. But I think you need to number one surround yourself with really close friends and family that can be very supportive to you right now. And that's what you need. You don't need anybody judging you. You don't need anybody telling you what you need to do. You don't need anybody defending him. What you need is to be able to talk to vent, Mm -hmm. express your feelings, get through it, have this baby. And then after that, you need to deal with what am I going to do with my relationship? He needs to take some time to come to the terms with the fact that he could potentially lose his woman if he doesn't come clean and be honest. And if that doesn't bother him and if he's fine with that, then he's not the right person for you. But if he wants to fight Mm -hmm. for your relationship and fight to be with you and fight to have your family together, then he needs to fess up to what it is that he did. He needs to be honest with himself. He needs to be honest with you. He needs to explore why he was doing the things that he was doing. He needs to know if he's going to do this moving forward. Does he want to be in a relationship? Does he want to be single? He needs to go through all of those things. But I think first, right now, before you have this baby, just be around people that can be supportive. Let them know. I just need to vent right now. I don't need y'all telling me I'm wrong. I don't need y'all telling me you need to do this. You need to do that. I just need to be able to talk. Right. Hold on. We're going to get your information. I'm going to try to um see. You can ask him, and maybe we'll all three of us have a, a little conference call later.
4: Okay. All right.
1: Ask Yee. When we come back more, Ask Yee. is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello. Who's this? Hi. This is Chanel. Hey, Chanel. What's your question for ye? okay, Yee?
4: Okay, Um, I've been dating this dude for 10 months. And he recently proposed to me. But um, after him proposing, I found out several lies. Mm. Like, he lied to me about his age. Damn. Um, He's actually an immigrant, and so he's not legal. And his job, like, he's been working his job under somebody else's name.
3: Sounds like you're about to call off this engagement.
4: (laughs) Like I, I really like him, and I know he's a good person, and I know he loves me and my daughter. But I have a problem with the lies. All right,
2: call call uh Dawson I- I- with no. the white people. No, I- no, don't do that. I- don't do that. I- call don't ice that. on his ass. No,
4: <laughs> don't do that.
2: Call don't ice do that.
0: on his ass. No.
3: All right, so let's get back to your issues. Do you, okay, number one. A guy lying to you about all of those things is definitely red flags. I actually dated a guy one time that lied to me about his age. He said he was three years younger than what he was because he went to jail for three years, and he said that was three years they took from his life. Why did he lie to you about those things?
4: He said um, because we're actually nine years. I'm nine years younger than him, so he said he lied because he figured that I wouldn't want to talk to an older dude. So That sounds stupid. Right, and I told him, I said, I've talked to somebody older than you before, so... I mean, I feel like you shouldn't have lied about
3: that. And do you feel like he's in a rush to get married
4: because of his um, immigrant status? My mom says that, but I I don't feel that way. But then I'm like, why are you lying? Yeah. Listen, any guy that
3: is constantly lying to you and you've only been dating him for 10 months, I feel like don't rush into that. I understand that you care about him, but there has to be... Think of all the things you probably don't know that he lied about also. Right, because those are pretty big things to lie about. Like, you're, and how did you find out he lied about his age? Did he just tell you, or you found out?
4: um I guess after we were intimate the first time, he felt like he had to tell me that. Mm-hmm. So I I let that slide, but then after that, some months later, I found out about him being illegal and working in somebody else's name and all this other stuff. And I'm like, okay. You should have told me this before we got serious or even got in a relationship. Like, I feel like you swindled me to be in a relationship with you. Then you want
3: to just... Right. I want to be able to make decisions based on the real who you are, what everything is. But, you know, I do understand how hard it is to be in this country as an illegal immigrant and not be able to get papers and not be able to work and make a living. So I understand that. But I do want to question you to just take it slow. Okay. you know, you guys have only been dating for 10 months and he already proposed. If you have any type of uneasiness about anything, if he loves you, he will respect that. He'll understand. Look, you lied to me. I found out, you know, you told me you lied about this. And now I found out you lied about this. I need to make sure that I'm certain because this is what I consider a lifelong decision. We are going to be spending the rest of our lives together. And I don't take that very lightly. And if he is about his business, he will be proving to you the type of person that he is. And if not, you'll know. But only time will tell.
4: Okay.
2: Thank you. Good luck. If you act up, call ICE on his ass. Don't you do it. All right. LSD. Stop. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. I wish I would be dating an immigrant, and they act up in America with me under the Trump administration. I wish. I, I wish you would. You better not. Now, Yee, we got rumors on the way?
3: Yes, we'll be talking about the big three. Now, you know, we love watching those basketball games. That's Ice Cube's three-on-three league. Find out who's about to be playing in this next season, and I know you're going to be excited.
1: All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time. Time. She's filling the tea.
0: This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee oh. on The Breakfast Club.
3: Yes, Wendy Williams has been having some health issues. You know, she's canceled the past few shows. Now, here's what she had to say because, you know, we're a little bit concerned that one time she passed out and fainted and she's been looking a little bit dizzy. Well, here's what she said on Instagram.
4: It's not the flu yet, but I feel flu-ish. I feel awful. I had to be talked out of not going to work today and taking off a few days to get myself together
1: because I'm a thoroughbred. You know, I have not taken off since we started the show. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen the show, but she almost passed out again. So yeah, I saw I, that. It's like she I tried she to... Gets- Hold
3: yourself up. All right, now Lamar Odom says he wants to play in the Big Three. Now, we actually went to a Big Three game last Mm -hmm. year when it all kicked off at the Barclays in Brooklyn, Ice Cube's Big Three League. And Lamar Odom said he wants to play as a tribute to Russell Butler. Here's what he said.
0: The the person I wanted to play for just passed away, so it don't matter. I just want to go out there and represent for him, Russell
3: Butler. Lamar Odom, I hope he's in good shape. I haven't seen him play basketball in a minute.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen him play ball in a minute either, but if he gets in shape, I think it would be dope. I think him coming to the league would be dope. He's aggressive. He's strong. He's tall. I think it'll be be good for the league.
3: Right, and he's doing it, as I said, as tribute to Rasul Butler. Rasul Butler, as you know, was killed in a car crash on January 31st, and it was his best friend in the NBA. So I guess he has something to work for. Right. when you're working for your friend. All right, Scott Bayo, we told you before about his co-star from Charles in Charge, Nicole Eggert, and how she claims that he sexually assaulted her when they worked on the show together. Well, now her co-star, Alexander Polinsky, claims that Scott Baio exposed his genitals to him and called him a homophobic slur, and he was only 11 years old when it went down. Here's what happened at their press conference.
4: During the first year of the show, I was 11 or 12, I observed Scott with our co-star Nicole on his lap backstage. I was so naive, I innocently hopped on his lap, expecting to hear a story about Fonzie or Happy Days. Scott immediately threw me off him and began angrily calling me f***. Scott told me of his sexual conquests with young girls and the co-stars of the show. Scott pulled down my pants in front of over a hundred people. And on another time, he laughed as he cut a hole in the canvas wall of my private dressing room on set and exposed his genitals to me. This is crazy. That's
3: disgusting. He had a glory hole in his room. But he was only 11 years old when he started. Now, uh, Scott Baio's team says they are going to have their own news conference, and that's going to happen today. So we'll see what happens. My goodness. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report.
1: And also, Omari Stardomai looks like he's going to be joining Ice Cube's Big 3 League. So it should be a real, real good season this year. Yeah, I we enjoyed it that. last
3: year, and it was the first season, so this will be exciting.
1: Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, Yee, for those rumor reports. Now, uh, Revolt, we'll see you guys. On Tuesday, you guys That's take right. a little and mini vacation.
3: It should be interesting when they come back on Tuesday because you know, I start my detox today. Mm-hmm. The detox now, so I don't know what I'm going to be like on Tuesday, but that.
1: <laughs> Just get a lot of rest. Get a lot of rest. We shall see. All right. Well, everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Let me know what you want to hear. 800 585 1051. Get your request in right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
6: I was good on my own. That's <laughs> the way it was. That's the way it was, you was good on the love for a i was so afraid in love, what the f you complaining for Feeling dead enough, you used to trip off that shit I was kicking to you Had some fun on the run, though i will give it to you, but baby Don't get it twisted, you was just another n- on the hill list Trying to fix any issues with a bad boy Didn't they tell you that I was a savage? Get white horse in a carriage But you never could imagine Never thought you can have it. You need needing me. Ooh, you need needing me. Give a little more, give a little less. Now you hit the club.
0: FM HD One New York,
6: and I Heart Radio station. What up? What
0: up? Wake, wake, wake that ass wake up! up oh, I know it's hot. DJ M V Angela Yee,
2: and I go by the name of Charlemagne the God.